Welcome back, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Ultras 11. I'm Jose. And I'm Al. Uh, before we get started, as usual, don't be stupid. Go, follow us, like us, subscribe, comment, do all that stuff. Um, you know, we have actually been getting a lot of engagement on Instagram, which is one of our things. And we do enjoy it. We comment back to everything. Well, we try to at least. And for the most part, we've been doing well with that. But we love having the conversations. We love the banter. Even if you want to make fun of the way I look, the way Al looks. Or even they want to say Joe has zero ball knowledge in every post. Yeah, or make fun of because I pronounce Ballon d'Or, Ballon Dior. It's it's okay. It's engagement. You're not Christian Dior, you idiot. I got got a lot of stick for that. Something I grew up saying, Ballon Dior. Not going to lie. I thought the apostrophe was always an I. Don't, I don't know. Whatever. It's okay. You live and you learn. Yeah, well, I clearly I still haven't learned. I'm 28 now. I'm still neither have Neither have they because we keep breaking balls about following and subscribing, and they still happen. Yeah. So, guys, it's simple. Like Joe said, just, just follow, do it. Dude. Just do it. Like, like you said, just do it. Like, and again, if you don't like the topics we bring up, what we speak about, whatever, hey, let us know. I We put out a post today saying comment, tell us what you want to hear and stuff like that. We always want to know what you want to hear because we probably want to hear it too, or we didn't even think about it, but you brought it up to us finally, you know? Um, so jumping said, into Joseph. things, um, the reality football, we had a lot of football this weekend and not American football that happened too. that was also very big Your, this weekend. Yeah, that was big this weekend. Um, we had some stuff that it's kind of unsavory. It seems to be like a common thing that happens within football. Um, sometimes football actually doesn't take the headlines or the content or this or that, or players transfers or anything like that. It's never something groundbreaking. It's more so people just abusing their ability of freedom of speech. Um, and over the weekend, we had another incident where the Udinese fans, after they scored, rather than celebrating and high-fiving each other and cheersing, having a drink, whatever you usually do when you're happy, happy, not happy, happy, <laughs> um, they decided they would prefer to re- yell out racial slurs to, to Mike Magnan. Um, instead of celebrating again, like they're the low end club actually is competing against the top team. But regardless of that, we've seen this song and dance before we've seen stadium bands. We've seen fines for the club itself, but this doesn't scare the supporters. Like, you know, like even rewind two weeks ago, Roma versus Lazio, you saw them literally shooting flares off into each other's like, and, and bottles, you know, like throwing balls and stuff like that. And, realistically the team gets a fine of 10k 150k a stadium ban whatever but that's not nothing to do with the supporters um so is there something else the league or the club itself should be doing to kind of make a statement for condemning these actions i mean obviously of course but like the problem is the league wants to wash their hands and you know like like we've seen in the past kind of put it on the club and say okay you know what yeah we're gonna find the club and, you know, they can, you know, deal with the situation. And, mm. yeah, okay, you know, now these stadiums have all these cameras. You know, like, you, you saw, like, the I know you went to stadium. They have that camera. You type in, like, your seat number, and it, it'll show you pictures yeah. of you at that mm. game. Like, it's, it's insane. So, obviously, it's a lot easier now to find these guys that are doing it in certain, you know, stadiums. But the problem is you're not, like – like you said, it's it's not hurting them enough and it's not scaring them enough mm. for it to stop. Like we 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 talk about this every year, whether it's on the podcast or in my garage or or in the group chat. We're always talking about this. And and it now it's it's laughable because it's still going on yeah. in 2024 and the leagues it hasn't done anything about it. 
other than put out a campaign that they used monkeys for. Like, I I, I get, I I somewhat kind of, like, get what they were trying, but in a racial campaign that people are, are literally making monkey noises and throwing bananas at players, which I don't get because... They're targeting these players when their own team yeah, has also them. has them. Yeah. So, like, like I don't know how what these fans, honestly, how many times they were dropped when they were a kid or just – it's I mean, it goes past how they were raised because you've you got to be stupid that you're, you're still doing this stuff for a soccer mm-hmm. game. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, you, and it, it, like, I, I, like the, the fact that the league doesn't come in like how they did in the Prem a while ago when this was a big issue – you stop the supporters from every game for the whole year. You have a stadium ban across the whole league for every team. Yeah. Doesn't matter. And who's that hurting? The fans. And hopefully with that, they can kind of learn their lesson. Yeah. Like we all know Italians have a past of being racist. Yeah. And especially in Italy, they haven't really, you know, got caught up to that it's 2024 now. Yeah, and, you know, no, things are different. They're just unemployed losers. Yeah. They they don't understand anything. And I, I feel like you, the only way to get to them is is by hurting them that they can't go watch their team, the team that they they well, live and breathe that, for every That's day. my thing I'm not understanding, right? Like, in, in England, and this is the one thing, like, I will honestly tip my hat to the way it is in England because they genuinely have, like, a no-nonsense policy. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what was said or, like, what the incident was, but it was a Tottenham game, and it was they were on the away end, and they were doing something, I don't know if it was something racial or just essentially berating one of the players. Yeah. And that guy was fined, fined, and he was kicked out. He wasn't allowed to return to another Tottenham game. He was his ticket was revoked, everything like that. And you don't see it happening. No, okay, you no. still obviously there's still instances. Racism will always be a thing, but it gets like, dealt I with. Get it. it gets dealt but with, it's and it's de- very minimal. It's not exactly. happening every week. Every week doesn't matter if it's a top team playing or two, you know, mid table teams they're playing, and you hear about something happened that mm. you know there was racial racial abuse, and it, it's 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 fucking insane joel yeah, dude, and that it's it's still happening it, in there's only and, so and much all the league does is you know we we can't stand for this we have to yeah. be better we got to do this we got to do that and they did they talk about it but there's no action it's funny because like for me it's like if you look at italy the team the national team the national team setup like okay i have there's some people that'll turn around and tell me oh yeah but italy's never won a major competition with a person of color this, that, whatever. But if you look back right now, our best Italian striker, like that is still currently playing, is a black man named Mario Balotelli. Now, okay, I'm not saying he's the best that could be playing for Italy, but you look at the numbers, you look at what he did when he did put on that jersey <laughs> and stuff like that. Like Balo was Italy's savior for a lot. He they wouldn't have made it where they went without Balo there. You know what I mean? And it's like you're now disrespecting one of your own in a sense. You're now disrespecting a guy that is going to be a flag bearer for you. And why? Because you're a loser. Like I'm not understanding it. Like there's only so much you could keep on condemning clubs for like, Oh yeah. Hey, you guys were calling this guy, this here's a hundred K fine. What does that mean? But why is it the club's fault yeah, that some of their fans it does nothing. are losers? The fans learn nothing. You know from what I mean? Like, yeah, they're like, not affected. They're not losing any money. The, the guy that threw the the gla- a glass beer bottle at Bova, he got a $150 fine. <laughs> what the heck is that? 
like, he'll okay, pay like, it. He'll pay it and throw two bottles. That's next like, yeah. Time. I was gonna say it now. Is like it's it, he's even more pissed, and he's gonna go back and just throw another bottle. Yeah. You're not. You're not what? teaching these guys anything. All you're like, all you're teaching them is that hey, you know, you, you fuck up once, hey, you can do it again. You 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 might get caught. You know, something might happen, but probably not. It might happen to the team. So you can just keep doing whatever you're doing, yeah. and it's it's not gonna mm-hmm. change until something serious happens, and like it's gonna suck. Like I mean, watching a game. I, I, I mean, watching a whole season where you're watching every game and there's no fans at any games is going to suck. Yeah. It's going to be like COVID all over again. But, hey, you know what? That's what it takes to fix this issue or, yeah. you know, some like, you know, get rid of majority of those kind of people and just those kind of problems. You know what? It's a win. So be it. Yeah, exactly. And you're not going to know until you do something major like that. So, mm-hmm. I, I they, like, they can't just keep brushing this off and just, you know, we got to do better. We got to yeah. do better. You know, teams got to do better. Fuck off. Do something about yeah. it. Uh, Manyan walked off the pitch when he was subjected to this racism, like at first he kind of tolerated a little bit of it. And then it just hit a point that he took his gloves off and he stormed off the pitch. Mm. Players backed him. The players all followed suit, like all the Milan players. Um, My question for you now, Al, if he would have actually stayed off the pitch Mm. and he didn't want to come back and whatever it was, what would you, would you say that game would then be forfeited by Milan? Or would you have argued that the game should actually be forfeited by Udinese because of what happened? Or do you I just think, continue the I game and you sub them it, it should be it should be um, forfeited by Udinese, but I think it, what would have happened was because Milan walked off, they would have got they would have got mm-hmm. the loss. They would yeah. have lost three nothing, and you know it is what it is. Maybe unless like you know Udinese kind of stood for it and said like you know what okay fine we're gonna also walk off too, but we're gonna be the yeah, team yeah to if there's like a, so, some like they, sort of compromise yeah right? and like they said that and like you know what they did that okay hey you know what they're doing that but just the way the league is and like I, I'm, pr- I'm like I. I'm pretty sure, pretty positive. Inside, yeah, like it happened another time. Somebody walked out the field, same similar situation. They walked off, and like they were getting, like the referee was telling them, like, hey, either like telling the coach, like, hey, tell them to come back out, or you guys are losing the it, game. It wasn't, it wasn't in Serie It was in Portugal. It was in Portugal. It was uh, uh Walter, no, not Walter, something Marega. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his first name. Marega, the big black guy. He was getting racially abused. Mm. And then he found, like he scored a goal. He went up to the, the stands and he started like swearing at them and shit like that. And then he got a yellow card for that, actually, for him like retaliating yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. And then he was leaving. He was just like walking off. And then they kept on telling him, no, get back on the field, like whatever. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, this is where I, this is where it comes back to that point that we always make that these athletes are human beings as well. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like you can't stress that enough. Like. At the end of the day, there's only so much. Like, yeah, some people could use that as fuel. Some people could use it as rage, this, that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's all up for interpretation. But at the same time, it doesn't make it right. No, it it doesn't. And again, man, it just makes it like it makes it hard. Like, imagine like imagine going to work every day and you have like a group of like 10 guys constantly there just chirping you and calling you every slur word against you yeah. the whole time how would you feel yeah okay you know what? You some guys would be like you know what you know whatever fuck i can work through like i'm fine i'm, I'm you know i'm stronger than this but it gets to a point where you're gonna be like hey no fuck this like I, i'm gonna snap like yeah. I, this is insane and like it's it's not right and and you know what i love Manyan for what he did he stood up he said you know what fuck this it's not worth it and i'm so, i never like seeing milan win just because obviously you know rival team it's a top yeah team. yeah, yeah. But I'm so happy that that game went the way it did mm-hmm. just to shut up those Udinese fans and like just celebrating too too early and like being a cocksucker. Good. 
fuck you. Yeah. You guys lost now. Yeah. Eh, I hope you guys get relegated. I, I, was, I was honestly hoping, like, okay, the result was only, I think, 2-1. But I was genuinely hoping, like, Milan just decided to absolutely dismantle Udinese. Yeah. Because they get stuff like they were that. Playing, that's the, like, the, the, the team was playing well. Udinese was holding them off. Like, they were, like, counteracting them. They are playing very well. But Milan got the end result, and yeah. I'm so happy for it. Just for the fans. No, they deserve something like that. Especially, like, like, like it's like you said, you celebrated too early. Like and, and how is that a form of celebration? My, like for like for me, that's like what? If I'm celebrating, I'm hugging, I'm yeah. jumping. You know, I'm getting. No, excited. they start. They start chirping. I'm not snapping and chirping and making fun of the Where other team. Like games long. Um, but anyways, kick racism out of football and racism. Keep racism out of football. I said kick it. You know, I mean, I think, like play and on then, words and then keep it out of football. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. kick it and keep it. Out I thought you were saying keep it in. I'm like, no, wait, no, what? No. Sorry, I was gonna say. Was, yeah, we just, I was just, we just had a whole debate, <laughs> and now we're relapsing right there. No. Um, what but, are Udinese fans? <laughs> no, they're stupid. They don't know. What they're, about anyway. <laughs> they're a fake Juve. They've always been a fake Juve. Cheers. Cheers. Man. Um, so switching over now and across the sea, not North America though, like way across from uh, a picture or map or whatever. Um, over the summer, we witnessed a lot of players, kind of. Uh, Sell their soul to the devil mm-hmm. in rather weirder terms. Yeah, they accepted terms. <laughs> a lot of money. They left their European club for Saudi Arabia, which is fine. It's fine. We're not going to talk down about the league or whatever. Actually, we kind of will in a sense. But regardless, anyways, we are getting right into that. <laughs> um, now, halfway throughout the year, a number of these stars want to leave and are on the cusp of you know, finding new clubs, either they're just like annulling their contracts. They're all just trying to find a way out. Um, but on the flip side, you have a guy like Ronaldo that is coming out in a recent interview saying that Saudi Arabian League is on par with League Un. So before we get to the players that are leaving and the stuff like that and whatever, I want to talk about Ronaldo's comments. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick, simple. Do you actually believe that it's on par with League Un? No. Okay. League so, uh, is a very bad league. Mm-hmm. It's not a top five league, mm-hmm. but I like it. Still, is better than the Saudi league and more competitive than the Saudi league, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Ronaldo's comments, I you know, I mean, like he was the first one to go there. He obviously because obviously they're they're did they get the twenty thirty World Cup or they're trying to get the twenty thirty World they Cup? Got it. They got it. Okay, sure they so got it's it. gonna be. It, if their their hats in there, yeah, they're yeah, they're, yeah. they're chances they're, are they are they're gonna get it. Gonna get it. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll they'll make sure of that. Yeah. So he's going there. You know, he's there now. We all know Ronaldo's got a shit ton of money. He wasn't one of those players that went there for the money. He went there because there wasn't many options. And you know what? They probably promised him a lot in the long run. He still like, got a lot what? of money. No, no, he got a lot of money. <laughs> I'm saying he probably got a lot of money. In the long run, that you know he'll be set for the future. Here it is, but even more set for like yes. generational wealth. Yes, 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 yes. And I feel like all that you know that they told him, "Hey, you come, you play here, and all you have to do is promote the league." Mm-hmm. You know, you tell whether it's telling people to come and play there. You know, talking to them like personally, or, or or you know, in an interview, or just talking about it very highly when being interviewed about it. And I feel like that's kind of part of the thing. And that's why he's saying he's making these comments because you already know if, if Ronaldo was playing in league one and, you know, still doing what he's doing and someone else was, let's say Messi was there and Messi was saying, Oh yeah, you know, this league is, is on par with league one. 
Ronaldo, you know, he would come out and say like, yeah, you got a long way to go. Like league one is still yeah. a top league. It's a European league. You, you know, he would, he's, he's not saying that because he believes it. In my opinion, he's just saying that because he's like an ambassador. He has to, he's an ambassador. Mm-hmm. He's, he's selling that. They know that the world cups there. He's probably still going to be working for them at that point. He's probably won't be playing. I mean, who knows? It's Ronaldo. He's still playing right now. So you really don't know, but they want him to be a big part of that. Maybe that's when he gets his, you know, they say the fix was in for Messi this year. Maybe that's when he gets his. So that's why. So that's what I just think Ronaldo's comments is like, I, I, people were like, Oh, you can't believe, you know, Ronaldo said this. And you can't look that much into it. Like the guy's playing there. He was the first one there. They fucking gave him everything pretty much like Mbappe's contract, but they gave him more. And they also kind of gave him that freedom. And the reason why, some of these players want to leave, they kind of were able to like, you know, wiggle around and, and do certain things for just him mm-hmm. as long as he did, you know, certain other things for yeah. them. So I think it was more just that. I don't think it was really, he believes that. I okay, I, I do agree with the part where you, League One is better than Saudi League. Obviously one is buying talent where the other one is creating talent, has a little bit more of a history, mm-hmm. has a financial powerhouse, you know, in PSG. But I do actually think I do agree with the part where he, the ambassador thing that he's trying to promote it. But I also think like Ronaldo does believe that. Yeah. Because my thing with Ronaldo has always been he thinks he's like the top guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like if he is in a league, it's the best league in the world. You know what I mean? Like when he came That's to I mean. when he came to Juve, he thought Serie A like oh yeah, it's uh, more technically capable than this than that. Like whatever he was twerking for the league, and he's basically like he believes wherever he is, is the best, you know? So that's where, like, I do think his comments, he was being very, very, like, truthful. You know, I think he does think Saudi is a top five league. You know, he thinks that he just just says these things just to, to to make himself feel better and like make it sound, you know, what he's done, you know, that that he scored, how many goals he did this year playing over there, making it seem like it's bigger than it actually was. Like, don't get me wrong. They were, you know, Beautiful goals, majority of them, but they weren't just happens like everyone will say it was. But mm. at the end of the day, you got to look at the league. Yeah. And quick, the- quick question before you get into the next thing. So I actually I was just thinking about this now. Okay, obviously not League One. Uh, Saudi League versus MLS. But wait, take out Messi and Ronaldo. Okay. Yes, I was gonna say because take them out, take them out of the equation, both of them. Saudi, just the Saudi ah league. Uh, league for league. It, it's tough because this is the thing. Like Saudi, I would say has kind of more star power in a sense mm-hmm. because like you'll see like there's our teams like there's Benzema yeah uh, Firmino Conte. Mane Conte Ronaldo oh, okay well we're not talking about Ronaldo but there's other players still like Malcolm who mm-hmm. is could be playing in a like in a European league yeah, in yeah. a top five European league guys like that whatever then you go over to MLS and it's kind of like I would say MLS developing wise like there's more of a structure there you know, they have a core of youngsters. They are developing, like, a lot of South American talents, North American talents, whatever, whereas Saudi is just buying talent. Um, I would say if you were to do an all-star game against both teams, I'd honestly have to say Saudi wins it. But but I would say MLS is better for other okay. reasons. You know, like, I think it, it's yeah, just yeah, the yeah. overall star power Saudi has right now. Mm-hmm. Like, they have a, a star goalie in Ospina. But that's the, if if they're still there. <laughs> yes. Well, that's a million dollar thing. After this, after January, we'll see how the league stands. And then after there. whatever, the next transfer market, we'll see how the league stands yeah. again. Um, which, segue, love that for us. <laughs> um, like, speaking of if they will still be there, 
Um, a lot of teams are uh, sorry, teams players are looking for a way out. Like Henderson, he just signed officially for Ajax. Um, he wasn't getting paid. Apparently, he didn't get paid so far, and he was promised X amount. <laughs> That's not bad. Uh, life sucked for him there, clearly. Um, but for other players besides Henderson, Henderson, realistically speaking, even when he left Liverpool, he would never be going to another top team because mm-hmm. he was at that age. He never really was like a a world beater per se on Liverpool. Yeah. Um, but guys like Benzema, Firmino, like those guys, like, you know, those are real, that's real star power. Mm-hmm. Um, could you actually see them returning to a top team? Those. Yeah. I mean, hundred percent dude. those guys. Like you could see Firmino I, going back to England, let's just say, and yeah. going on Spurs yeah, or Arsenal or 100%. back to Liverpool. See, no, 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 not every team. Like I can't see like, there, it's not like, Oh yeah, this guy here, he can fit into any team right now. Maybe not as a starter, but he can. That I don't think. Like, you know, teams like, you know, City, Arsenal. No, not really. I was going to say Chelsea, but Chelsea, like, they still kind of need they, – they've made a lot of signings, but they still need some. <clears throat> you know, they might, but I, I still – I genuinely think, like, these guys here can definitely go to a, a, a you know, top five European team. Maybe not a number one, like a Madrid, but they can definitely go to to a team and, and help out. Mm-hmm. You know, whether that's a higher team, you know, maybe like a Arsenal – but kind of as a depth or, you know, to like a team like Roma or Napoli where they might be a starter on the team. Yeah. Or I know like I, 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 I seen a report with like Benzema linked with, um, with Inter. I mean, you know, I can see that happening and I can see, you know, Inter using him and like through, I'm kind of like swapping, like, you know, kind of play him for like the bigger matches have through him there, you know, that'd be good depth for them. So I can see these guys fitting on top teams. It just depends on who actually like needs that kind of player, whether it's well, depth that, or a starter and, and the salary, right? Because yeah. I like, okay, I don't know. I haven't really like that, dove that, into all that, of this. That's the fully. main thing. That's the main thing that's holding the whole thing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, cause Benzema, what's he getting like a hundred million a year, something yeah, crazy. So, <laughs> so who the hell is going to match that? You know, like that's, he's going to have to take a huge, that's pay the cut. biggest thing is they're going to all have to take pay cuts. Like, yeah. Okay. Hey, you went there for that much. You were, you were promised this much, whether you got that or not, not our problem. You got to take a pay cut. Yeah. It's that that they have to understand that. And, you know, if that's you want to go back to Europe and play that kind of football and just not be in Saudi, you got to do that. Yeah, that's that's yeah, what it is. No, I agree. You mentioned Benzema mm-hmm. and how he was linked with Inter. Um, so I'm going to like kind of break down, talk, ask you about the other like veteran players, star power, whatever. Mm-hmm. And where do you think they should end up and what team could benefit from their veteran services? So like Benzema. Mm-hmm. You said Inter already, but there is another. Is there another team you could see him going to and benefiting? I could see Benzema, like even even try going out to uh, the Prem. I could see him, like I could see United going for well, him. He was linked with Chelsea as well. I, that was that was my that next thing I was going to say. I was gonna, I was going to say United. I was going to say Chelsea. I can see, you know, Tottenham maybe kind of like Tottenham still don't really have a proper number nine. Like, they they got, sold. They Kane. got Timo Werner. They sold Kane. They got Werner. Who, yeah, okay, he he's good. But you bring in a guy like Benzema, and yeah. you have Werner, you know, coming on as a sub to relieve him. You're that that's a lot better than having that bird on the field and yeah. then having Werner. Benzema's also, also thirty six though, so you got to keep that in mind. Dude, he can still like, play, man. No, I, I agree. Play, like, I agree. But I'm just it. saying, like, like, I get it. Some people at thirty six, they're already retired and they can't play and they can't even move. Mm-hmm. Some guys at at, at thirty six, they're like you know still playing very good football that you're like, yeah. Yo, like you can't retire because like you're still playing yeah. <laughs> at a crazy level. Yeah. So 
a guy like that, like I feel like he can he can fit on a team like that in the Prem. Inter, I would say, probably just because you know they could make a you know they could make another run in Champions League. You never know. They're fighting for the league. I don't know if you'd be eligible though to play in Champions League. Why? Well, yeah, yeah, he would. Yeah, he would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. just have to people, people, people could still play yeah, if yeah. they played already. Yeah. Now yeah, the, right. with that new rule yeah. change. Um. Yeah. With with him, I mean, I could see those probably those teams the most. I can't really see too many. I can't really see him going to Spain. No, Germany, Spain. I think they're is... already like the the teams that are set. Like I don't know, maybe Bayer Leverkusen, but like if no, Javi Alonso have to like Javi Alonso, yeah, would have to do some convincing and bring maybe bring him over there. And then like Firmino, Mane, like guys like that. I mean, I feel like they could kind of go into any team. Like Firmino would be good as a super sub for a lot of teams. But I can also see Firmino, like we said, like make, I can I can see him making a move, move to Roma. Like I know he was linked with them in the past. I can see that. I can see him going to like a a West Ham. Yeah. I can see him going to, you know, maybe back to he goes back to Germany. He and he goes to Bayer Leverkusen as a depth. Yeah, and he goes to yeah. Bayern Munich just to go there or Dortmund. Like I can see him making that move. So I can see Firmino kind of having a lot more options options than yeah, Benzema. I agree with and that. And a lot more teams interested than Benzema. Um, and like Mane. Mane's like a tough one because like Mane hasn't really been linked with a move abroad I mean, like, or anything. Yeah, he like hasn't that. really I feel been. Like he likes it there. He's getting paid. But I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think if like, if he were to leave and if he were to go anywhere where like he would be able to fit. Like it probably. I, I feel like him would be another like a team in the Prem, another yeah. team in the Prem yeah. other than Liverpool and maybe Chelsea because you know hey people always go like yeah. Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, Chelsea. You never know. I could I could see Benzema honestly like working. Yeah, I don't know if he would work well, but I want to say he would work well on a team like United. I would originally say uh, Chelsea, but I'm just not too sure if Chelsea is being managed properly right now. Not yeah. that United is, but I'd like I'm saying like in terms of their signings, well, Casemiro could like, like probably convince them to go there anyways. Yeah, and like, that's the thing, right? Like he would reunite with Casemiro. He would start as a striker, giving Hoydalen like yeah. that good, experienced veteran. Not Marcus Rashford as the veteran anymore. Like, you know, I think he would do well there and he'd have a friend in Casemiro again. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea is like obviously a good idea, but I just feel like a lot is wrong with Chelsea right now, like from like head office yeah, in regards to like a transfer policy <laughs> and what kind of vision they have for the team. Mm. Not that United's any better, but they're just more known to throw fucking mm. money at these guys for no reason. No, I agree. Firmino, I would absolutely love to see him on Roma. And it's like you said, I feel like he has more options because of his versatility. He could play as a second striker. He could play as a striker. He could play even further behind as just like an attacking mid type of thing. You know, like he has that luxury. And I wouldn't be surprised if he did end up on a Byron Leverkusen. Yeah. You know, feeding Patrick Sheik, uh, feeding Dennis Undav, like stuff like that. With Roma, I would absolutely love him there <laughs> because like I've always loved Firmino. I always said he was a kind of, the heartbeat of Salah and Mane because he connected them together. Yeah. Um, I just don't think it's feasible for him to come to Roma financially speaking. Yeah. On Juve, I think he'd be fantastic. Yeah. And I think he would start, you know, like a guy, like imagine him, Chiesa and Vlavic all linking up, like all yeah. three of them at the same time. Like that would be a lovely, that would be beautiful. To see. Be lovely. And like, it's a and very right possible thing because of his versatility and yeah. his ability, like a very selfless technical player. Mane, I don't see. I can't see anyone grabbing. Yeah. Honestly, he like him, Conte, Ronaldo. I think those are three that it's like, kind of dead in the water. Mm. Uh, Malcolm, 
definitely yeah. dead in the water. We already know he just chases the money and clout as a loser. Uh, but yeah. No, yeah. yeah like, I, I'm trying to think of other players. Ospina basically retired already. Like, you could even Mendy, like the, the, the goalie, but I mean. Yeah, he no, kind of fell off after. He I was gonna say, I was, he, like, he was not, like he was not the same as what, he, Bali, as what he like, used to be. Yeah, like those two players. Oh, I know one that would act, that would start on a lot of teams, and you know, I mean, I would I would take him on Juve in a heartbeat, Milinkovic Savage. Yes, yes. Well, he wants to leave. Too. He wants to leave. Too. He was even He's saying apparently one. he wants to go back to Lazio. Yeah, he said, well, yeah, he, 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 he's talking to a couple of players. Apparently, there's a guy I want to come back, but like you don't could have meant Lazio. I want to come back to Italy, not Lazio. Yeah, no one wants to go back to Lazio. Lazio. They're like, oh, he wants to come back to us. That's yeah, what he said. Yeah, yeah, you said no. to me. He said he wants he, to come back. He probably just spoke to like Luis Alberto about yeah. how much they hate Lazio. Agreed and said, yeah, but you, were, I'd be down to go yeah. back to Italy. Like, and then every Lazio fan interpreted different because we get. Uh, yeah, pretty, I don't want. I don't want to say the next part. Pretty empty up there. I don't want to say the next part because I don't want to be canceled again. But yeah, um, <laughs> regardless, uh, last week off to the better team in Rome. Yeah, that's why we're gonna talk because now I'm gonna get filled with like action, <laughs> get all stressed out talking about Lazio. Uh, last week we talked a little bit about well, not a little bit. We went on a whole tangent yeah, actually. About so uh, we did a long episode last week. Yeah, sorry about <laughs> that, guys. Last week we talked about De Rossi signing for Roma. I well, I talked about Roma a lot. Uh, we saw them get underway and we saw them get a win. Uh, we saw them change formation to a back four and play somewhat attractive football, just the first half at least. Um, last week it was all about me and my opinion on everything, but this week I'm gonna ask Al his perspective on things. Now I I could care about what he thinks because last week I was in my own element. Um, but Al, uh, how do you think the overall game went? And how do you think that Rossi, how did you think that Rossi fared as a coach? After so I to be honest, I actually wanted to watch the game and was free this weekend and was able to watch the full game. So I'm happy about that. Oh, I thought you were going to say, but I didn't watch. No, no, no. I, I, I generally, I wanted to see, especially, man, you know, like, like a, a guy like Dudossi, like, I know he never played for Juve, but having these guys come back, like, it's just the nostalgia seeing them. Like, it's when Pirlo coached his first game with Juve. I was like, holy shit. Like, it's just a different feeling. So, yeah. like, I know what it feels like. I, I've been through it. I wanted to see now, you know, what, he, what he's going to do and how the team kind of, recoups after that whole thing that kind of you know Mourinho got sacked out of nowhere and then all of a sudden it's like hey what oh my god what the fuck's happening then boom oh shit did is here what the hell is he doing here wait is our coach holy fuck so that whole thing happened and after watching the game I do think Dirossi will do well there I do think he can not even not just because his style I just really think that he can get through to these guys and you know maybe not play the most attractive football all the time, but make these guys fight for the Jersey yeah. and no, yeah. understand what it means to wear the Jersey, because, you know, you've seen it happen at, at, at Juve over the last, you know, three, four years that, you know, for the longest time, you know, you would, would win those games last second, you know, you you're fighting till the end. And the last couple of years, it wasn't like that. Finally now, okay. Juve has turned around and we're seeing a lot more of it. Some games a little bit fucking getting more ash than others. But with this with this team, I think Dirossi can really get through to them like that and bring that fucking grinta back to these guys and give them that fucking passion for the that's team. True, actually. That's the one and, thing I was lacking. You know, the first half it looked bit. very well. 
you can't judge it too, too much because, you know, everyone's, you know, all excited. Everyone's got this energy. Everyone's just, you know, got the juices flowing. So, like, you knew that Romo was going to come out and they were going to come out flying. And they did. They played very well that first half. Second half, you saw them kind of try to see the, like, try to control the game, but also try to let, you know, them come to, come to it, like, for them to defend and just, you know, not try to concede, but they were just, it was, okay, I get it. You know, the reproducer should have had the shot. Oh, it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful shot, but you can't let those situations happen, man. You saw it with North Macedonia and yeah, Italy. Yeah. You know, sometimes those shots there, yeah, okay, it's far out. You're like, hey, we can take a chance, but you also still want to block it or deflect it if yeah, something. Shut the guy down. You want to try to shut it down as much as you can because, man, that's, you never know what can happen, what bounce it could take, what can happen. Yeah. So you always got to be careful. And, I, and, you know, they were, they, they, they conceded the goal. They kind of held off. They didn't let anything in. They still got the win. So good on Dirossi. First win with Roma. First game. Beautiful, beautiful to see. Now I just want to see, you know, I really want to see, you know, five, six games in how he's got them playing and how he's handling the team. Because the first, you know, one game, two games, you're not going to really see his ideas. You're not going to see his his whole style and everything yet until you get to that, like, five, six game mark. And still, he'll still need time. But I feel like that will be like when you can really like see, give him that test and see how he does. Yeah. But no, I think I think overall, I think Roma played very well. They are capable of it. You know, he got the best out of them, and hey, hopefully, he can fucking continue yeah. this, man. I think like quick for me, I I think he finally. Oh, say, fuck, we already heard what you said. Yeah, man. quick though. Quick though. <laughs> After watching the game, I think he finally like utilized the strengths of Roma. Something that like. Not gonna talk down, uh, but something that Mourinho didn't do. Yeah, you know, like our mid is probably our strongest part right now. You know, obviously everyone's gonna say no. You're attack. You have Lukaku and Dybala. Dybala was a ghost. Yeah, and that goes to show you, like you literally had Bovic controlling the tempo, playing like non-golan box to box. Amazing to see. Very well. Pellegrini then said like linking up the midfield to the attack. Pata does dictating tempo, getting the ball deep, bringing it up, like whatever. You didn't see Dybala's brilliance and all the stuff that Mourinho said about how if Dybala plays well, Roma plays well. No, yeah. he actually played very bad. You know, like it was just finally. I, was like, I didn't even notice he was playing until like you know what I mean. Like, first, like, I was like he was genuinely second. like a ghost, and like it's nice to see because then it's like okay, yeah, see, there's not a reliance on Dybala. Yeah, we could win a game with him being injured. You know, we could get these goals. Like, is but it still one of those things that maybe? He was just a ghost because he was being double covered and everyone knows about his ability. It could be. Especially when, like, when Mourinho was still there, if Dybala wasn't playing or if he wasn't playing, like, he wasn't doing anything, wasn't playing well, you noticed, like, Roma would play bad. They couldn't do nothing. They could not do anything. And, like, like we said, like, dude, because at the beginning of the game, I saw the thing on Twitter. It was like, oh, you know, he got, like, a knock or something that he might not, he might not start for them anymore, whatever. Saw that. I was like, oh, shit. Then I started watching the game. It was, like, a couple minutes in, started watching. And dude, it literally, I think it's like the twenty fifth minute. I was like, oh, "Wait, Dybala's playing? Like, man, yeah. what the fuck?" I'm like, I did not know yeah, he dude. was. Playing. And like, that's nice to see for me. I, yeah, no, no, it I, is. I prefer that over like baby steps, like individuals carrying yeah. teams. Like, obviously, it's nice when an individual does. You want but that individual I, brilliance, but yeah, but that's like time. I don't want that every game. Yeah. You know, I rather the team does well. Um, so we saw like this could be benefiting Roma. Mm-hmm. The coaching change. Are there any other teams right now that you think? could use like a, a a swap in management a new coach a fresh start in a sense this January, well, that one, could that could actually better them not yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like i that. mean 
I feel like the only team and the only right answer to that, number one, is Milan. I think, you know, yeah, okay, Pioli, he'll get results here and there. Not going to be consistent. He's not going to do what he did a couple years ago. Milan really need a change. And I feel like it's they're not going to do it or take any like do get put anything into action unless he goes on a very very bad run which yeah. that's the thing like Milan still have like they have a good enough group where I don't I can't see them going on like a 3-4 game loss or like no, not even pick up a that's win in 3-4 games individual brilliance individual brilliance and, 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 and it, it keeps happening that. but I think I feel that they need to get rid of him move on from him bring in someone that will now take this team to the next level cuz they've hit their ceiling and they're not moving past mm-hmm. it. He's brought them, whether it was him or Ibra, I know it was Ibra, but, you know, people will say, Padre Pioli, oh, Pioli's on fire, whatever. He needs to go. Milan need to move on from him, bring in another coach, and as long as it's the, the proper coach, you'll see how much better Milan does. And they're, they're like, now you're like, Milan doesn't even scare me. Like, they're, like they're, not even for how, how many points back. Like, it just, they're not a scary team. Like, yeah. I used to, you know, look at them a couple years ago. Yeah. They don't have that anymore, and and, and I a lot of them comes from Pioli, and I feel like that's one team that can really benefit off getting that. Another team, you know, you can maybe say is Lazio, but I would, I don't put too much on him. I put it on, you know, them the losing owner. the owner and them losing Milinkovic-Savic, and now they're getting exposed. You see how big of a piece that guy was on that team and what he did well, and for that Immobile team. And being injured, like, he, in, whatever. Immobile shit. Immobile was just no, a, but he I'm was saying a finish like, merch. He, 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 did, he did get them their goals. He got their you know? goals. They yeah, don't yeah, have yeah. a guy tapping but it in. Like. Majority, go look back at the majority of the assists came from Savage. Him swinging in a ball from half or from the other side of the fucking field. Mm-hmm. That's what he did. And you, you see that now. And, like, you can maybe argue Sadi, but, like, I'd put that more on, like, the players and the, and the, um, and the owner rather than him. Yeah. See, for me, the, the two teams I would say... Like, okay, obviously, like, Milan is there as well. But I, I see Milan, like, for me, their goal should have should be just finishing in the top four, you yeah. know? Like, however they get that, like, they get that. Um, I don't think they're good enough, and they didn't improve or do anything crazy enough to actually be a top team in Italy, mm-hmm. like, number one. I still think that's reserved for Inter or Juve. Um, I would say my two teams are definitely, definitely Chelsea. I know you guys are going to get flashbacks of me saying like two, three weeks ago that Pochettino is a good coach. I do think Pochettino is a good coach. I will still stand by that. I just don't think he does well with these big teams, which is a a fair statement because a lot of coaches don't do well with big teams, but they do well with mid-table or mediocre sides and over-exceeding in a Mm -hmm. sense. You know, like Southampton, over-exceeded. Tottenham, definitely over-exceeded. Now at Chelsea, where it's actually a top team and you're supposed to be top four and whatever, you're not getting that. They're still close. They're still in the hunt for that top spot. But I just don't think Pochettino has the mentality that Chelsea needs. Four, man. I don't you know think what I mean? So. I don't think he's the right coach. And, and like, you see some of the, like, the decisions he's making like with his players. Like, okay, I don't know if he had much of a say on getting rid of Matson, But why? Why is Matson gone? You know, that's a guy that he has the versatility to play right back, left back, left wing back, right wing back, right mid, left mid. You know, like, He's a through-and-through through winger on either side, and he does well. Preseason, he was fucking doing amazing. He was killing it. Yet he's the first one gone. You have Levi Caldwell, who's a through-and-through through center back, playing left back. What's going on? You're not Mikel Arteta with your visionary <laughs> making Zinchenko play left back, but he's actually a CDM. Like, no, you're not doing that. You're literally hindering your own players. You know, it's to me, like, I just think he has it all wrong. His positional sense is all wrong. 
Nkunku and Sterling are kind of and, and Cole Palmer. They're carrying that attack. Mm-hmm. And that should be your front three. Nico Jackson, okay. I did praise you. I do think he has potential and he's very raw, but maybe ease him in a little bit better. Mm-hmm. You know, let him come off the bench. You know, 70th minute, he has the crazy speed. Just let him kind of cook defenders in that regard until he gets his feet, until he develops some sort of form. You know, like, you know, Nkunku's a good player. You know what you're getting out of him. Same with Sterling and same with Cole Palmer. So why not just try to ride that? Gallagher, good player, but he's not a Chelsea player, in my opinion. Like, he's not really built to be a part of that technical midfield they have. Mm -hmm. But that's Pochettino's guy. He twerks for him. Um, so I definitely think a guy to replace Pochettino is just who's available. That's the million dollar question. I would I, I, honestly, I think Mourinho would work for them. And to salvage the season, number do I like three? Pardon me. Bring him back. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Three? I thought you were saying number three for like something else. Like a, no, no, no. Like I was not saying like both their numbers like number three. third time. Yeah, but like, but like you know, like Mourinho is a perfect coach to get you results, and with the financial backing Chelsea would be giving him, mm-hmm. like you already know, Todd Bowley will fucking give him the world. Yeah. Will they? Will he get them back in Champions League this season? That's up for debate. They are on like a weird. They're they're in a weird spot. They're close to the Champions League, but they're not. They're inconsistent. So like, I I don't know if this season is basically like a write off. Yeah. But you know, care. Mourinho could be a good guy for them, given the financial backup he would have. He's available. Um, <laughs> shorter term that could salvage something. I actually can't even think of it. But again, definitely a team that could do Frank Lampard. With... <laughs> it's not. It's not. <laughs> Grand Potter, Harry Potter. <laughs> Um, then the second team that I would say, probably Napoli, man. I, I was going to say Napoli. Probably Napoli, but... They just brought in thing like... Yeah, that's the thing. The like, they just brought in a new coach. Yeah. And do you really want to be known as a team that went through three coaches in one year? Mm-hmm. No. But it's... To me, it's kind of like an embarrassing title defense. You know, like, like, how, like, okay, I get it. Worse, I do definitely think, worse than Milan's. Yes. Oh, dude, a hundred percent. I'm sorry, Nick. I love you. Don't be mad at me. <laughs> but I just think, like, okay, Matsadi's great. It's a nostalgia. You know, he'll always come back to try to resurrect his club. Um, I just think they hired Rudy Garcia, who is a mistake. They learned yeah. from their mistake. You bring in Matsadi, and then now, what's your what's the goal? Is it to be back in Europe? Is it to just survive? Like, like, what is your true end goal here? Don't even know. You should have probably taken a little bit more time. Look for another coach. Like a guy, like honestly, I would have, if I'm Napoli, I would have looked at a guy like Italiano from yeah. Fiorentina. Like, okay, would you be able to pull him away? Probably or not. Conti. He was available. Conti won't go because him and De Laurentiis would butt heads way too much. Yeah, know, I'm seeing a lot yeah. actually about Mourinho being linked with Napoli. I know, I know, that he's still it. in Rome, but he still wants, wants to stay. He wants to stay in Italy. He doesn't want to leave. Yeah, I think yet. that would be. Uh, I feel like that'll be either really good because fan, of the passion of the fans, yeah, and the vengeance, or it could be utterly terrible because of De Laurentiis. Yeah. You know, there's no yeah. in between there, and I don't know if I try to avoid that sort of conflict right there. So again, like I'd be it's looking not a at a owner, guy, not a good owner to have backing you. No, definitely not, because he'll buy who he wants to yeah. buy. He's already said he's done that. <laughs> so like, why? What makes it any different now? That's why, like, for him, like. I'd be looking at, if I'm not playing, like a, a coach that plays like almost like a champagne football, like an Italiano, mm. like a Dionisi, like something within the league that knows the league and is doing decent enough. Yeah. And, you know, like Sassuolo, again, they're not good, 
But somehow Dionisi every year keeps them afloat, troubles all the best teams in the league, and then gets railed for nothing against a relegation side. But maybe with better players, he'll do better. Juventus only lost the season, came to Sassuolo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's what I like. And, but then you'll see him like this week that just passed. Like they're they lost two nothing, and it's like how? <laughs> like you just they rivaled don't make, they fucking don't make sense. Juve last week. Like I don't know, but yeah, I just they think Napoli definitely needs a, a new coach. They need, they de- they, no, they they need to reevaluate in the summer. You know what? Hey, it, it is what it is. This title defense is going to be bad. It's going to be a bad year. You, you're probably yeah, not going to make it. I'm sure they'd at least want to finish within a European spot. And yeah. I know they're in it right now, but yeah, it's, it's going to be tough for them. Uh, it's going to be tough. They might squeeze in. In the summertime, you look, you get rid of him, and you look and see what actually makes sense and not just what's the cheapest option. Yeah. But, That's their problem is, is, is De Laurentiis. He always wants to go for the cheapest option. or like, And then he randomly gets Angelotti and Spalletti on the team. Yeah. And then it's, takes it for it's granted. Still, it's Spalletti, actually still crazy. You got lucky that you gained It's actually so that crazy to me that Ancelotti was there. I know. And he was sacked. Yeah. And then he was at Everton. Yeah. And he was sacked. I was just living his best life in Madrid. How did... I'm sorry. This is this is what I mean. Like, <laughs> this is why anybody that tells me, no, like, this coach is whatever, this coach is whatever. Some coaches are just bred for certain things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... What Ancelotti is a bad coach because he failed with Napoli and thing. No. Ancelotti, what that, that just he just proved he's not a guy that can you know go to whatever team with you know whatever guys, some good guys, some average guys, and then try to make something out of that. You know, you give him an already ready team that you know they've been through, like a guy like Conti, who he was very good at you know putting this team together. He did it with Juve and with Inter, building a good core, and then having like Ancelotti. Mm-hmm. If Ancelotti went to Inter before, like Inzaghi never went and. He ended up going there. Dude, Angelotti would have done very, very good things with that incident. Yeah, he might I have agree. won Champions League last I, year. I agree. That. I actually, I that's agree. just the type of guy he is. And I, and, and you, you clearly see that throughout yeah. his career, man. He's just like a top dog. He wants, you know, fucking real fucking soccer players, good guys on yeah. his team. Yeah. And he'll do good. He'll do well. He'll win you a couple of trophies. And yeah. He's done that in the past. Speaking of top dogs, um, <laughs> we're going to reference. EAFC again. Sorry, but it's been in our group chat all fucking week because apparently big, we're all just now. a bunch of losers that love to play EAFC. And even though we <laughs> complain about how shit it is, we will still play it. We still play it. Uh, but regardless, we saw they released the team of the year and it fucking sucks because none of these players are that good. In my respectful, humble opinion, I think some some of them definitely do deserve it. Yeah. If you look at the team, they no do Liverpool player it. should be there. Honestly. Or at least not as many. No, no. No Liverpool player should be there. Yeah. I'm gonna okay. stick with that. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm gonna stick okay. with that. Okay, okay. Because Kyle Walker is a better right back than Jermai Frimpong. Allison, I love him. I think he's one of the best goalies in the world, a hundred percent, but City won a trouble. <laughs> You won a Champions League. You won your Premier League. You did everything. You won the treble. Majority of that team should be City yeah. players. You should have Kyle Walker, who's the best right back in the world right now. You should have, as much as I don't like him, I will not take away his ability. John Stones is one of the center backs. Ruben Diaz as the other one. Uh, Rodri as the center mid. Bernardo Silva because he's an animal. Like there's so many yeah. things. It's just. I don't it's, just, it's because, man, like now it's it's the, with the voting and everything, and you're you're gonna get people. People are choosing people on, you know, what would be good in the game and who's meta rather than like who actually like deserves a team of the year. 
it's a crock of shit to me. It though. is. It is, man. But um, I mean, that's 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 EA for you. E AIDS. Yeah. E AIDS FC. Yes. Twenty six or whatever. <laughs> but it's it. Regardless, though, this got me thinking because growing up, your team of the season, you always team had. Sorry, team of the year. You always had. It was always a consistent team. You knew mm. what to expect. You knew there was going to be the same people. Well, same two people at least. You always had Messi and Ronaldo. Messi's in it this year, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So Messi's still in it. Ronaldo's not there. First time in God knows not, how long. Not yet. He may be voted he as a 12th. He may be voted as a 12th man. So he's probably actually going to get it because he aids FC. Yeah. Um. So I started thinking about Mbappe and Haaland. How essentially those are the two up and coming names. The two people everyone are basically trying to say are the next greatest rivalry. Yeah. But are they? Is that actually the next greatest rivalry? I don't think it's going to be like the greatest. I I don't know. Sorry. I don't think it's going to be like Messi and Ronaldo level that these guys are going to just be, you know, changing the game and change the way you just look at people's abilities and what they can do. I don't think they're going to do that. But I do think for the next, you know, I'd say decade, they're going to dominate. I think that they're like, they're going to be the two guys that, you know, we're going to look at whether it's, you know, on, on the stats, on the stat sheet or playing PlayStation and, and, Looking at your team of the year, they're going to be guys that you're yeah. always seeing consistently in yeah. it. I feel yeah. like they're always going to be. Yeah, there. that's a, that's a sad reality to me because like you saw Messi and Ronaldo, what they were doing at mm-hmm. their age. Like, okay, yes, Holland did win the treble in his first year at City, a hundred percent. But look at the team he had around him. You know, like if anything, Holland was a tap in merchant at mm-hmm. times. You know, because Ruben Diaz, uh, sorry, Rodri, animal god, De Bruyne, god, Bernardo Silva. So God, like, you know, he had everything around that worked out. And you could look at me and argue and say, oh, like Messi didn't. He had Xavi and Iniesta. He had Busquets. He had this guy. Yeah, okay, but you still look. Messi went on individual runs. Yeah. Messi created from, from, from a half, lot. Went like, through a whole yeah, team and you know, scored. Like, he had that ability, whereas Holland doesn't have that ability. No. Okay, and then you had, and like, sorry, Ronaldo. Dude, what he was doing with United, what earned him a move to Real Madrid, it was only later in his career Ronaldo turned into Penaldo or whatever. But, like, the peak of Ronaldo's prowess, untouchable. Oh, that guy was, the like, a specimen. Yeah. Like, he was mental. And, I like, I look at Holland and Mbappe now. It's like, you will never compare to these two. Yeah. And everybody's trying to do that, though. That's what pisses it's gonna me be, off. It's going to be a long time until we see, you know, never mind two players, one player. That it just comes comes onto the scene and just dominates the way Messi or Ronaldo did. And that's the thing. I'm not asking to have like another one of those, like a, like a, a generational mm-hmm. battle. I, I don't care for that. I'm just saying the overall quality of everybody, I think, has dropped significantly. Mm. Oh, you know, like so. you have people talking about Bellingham, Musiala, Pedri, Gavi. I think they're good players, yes. But I don't think they will ever be at the standard of players that we saw. That we, yeah, you know, like Joel, obviously, like Joel, their career has to play out. I was thinking out, about but... this the other night too, man. Like looking back and like when I was watching soccer, you know, in my younger days, and when I was like I was still playing, and just you know watching the any any game I would put on TV, and it doesn't. I'm not looking at it, thinking about it now. It's like, oh yeah, you know, like they're actual legends on FIFA. Like you know, these guys are actually you know legends. Like they did a lot in their career at the time. Like I was like. Yo, these like I I I knew what I was watching. I knew the kind of players I was watching. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy fuck! Like, yo, this team has. Like, I didn't know this team has this guy or this guy went over here now. And I would just, any team I would put on TV. Majority of the time it was obviously Juve yeah, or yeah, yeah. Serie. A, but I was still watching a lot of Prem games because my brother got me into to Liverpool because he liked the Beatles and he liked Liverpool. 
So he started watching them. Then he also like he also liked Chelsea because when they got Torres, and I was watching Chelsea, and I started those were really like my two two prem teams. Then my 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 friend Jay, United fan, started watching United games as well. Yeah. So kind of watching everything and seeing all these different stars on these teams, and like I think about now, and I'm like I'm, I'm I was like I'm going through like the top teams, and I'm like. Dude, nobody like yeah. we're lacking that so much, man. It's fucking insane. Like, well, sure, every t- player thinks the only way for them to become a good player is if they're on Real Madrid or Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. like what? And they and they make the move way too premature, majority of them, and then they don't become anything. Yep, I agree. I, I don't think I don't think like again. I hate saying it. I hate to be this negative Nancy, but I don't know. I just don't see it ever becoming to the level it was yeah, like, like growing up. For you know, we, we see, obviously, you know, you know, in, in 10 years from now, 15 years from now, we, we start looking at, at these guys here. Yeah, okay. You know, Hey, man, we're, maybe we're a little bit, look at them and like, Oh yeah, like that guy, you know, he, he with everything he did, like he really changed the game, you know, probably, you know, one of the best in his position, but those guys there, when they were like in the, in the prime of their years, or even just before that, we were already saying like, hey, like yeah. he's probably like, this guy's going to become, he's, he's no, but we were saying at the time, like he's oh, one of the yeah, best. Yeah. He is the best to ever play this position or he's one of the best to ever play this position. Yeah. We already knew that. And like going out of it now, we're like, Hey, we weren't wrong. Yeah. We were right. Yeah. And with now you don't see too much of that, man. No. And you won't, but you know, you will see a lot of what will you see us building teams every week, baby. Every week we will have a new team for you, for us to build. Wait, did that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. Um, and in light of the AFCON going on, we thought we would build. There's not going to be any restrictions because are we as smart as we think we are? No. No. So we're going to try to obviously not just choose one nation, obviously, but we're going to build a team of the best African footballers. Cool. Self-explanatory. What better time than now? AFCON's on, baby. Um, so, Al... Would you like to start things off with any with uh, the team, or do you want me to start it off? Oh, sorry, I can start. You I'll start, start off. off. I'll start off in in net. We'll go, first formation. We'll go a uh, four three three. Okay. Um, in net, I'm gonna go with, you know, maybe not the the longevity on the guy, or just you know the consistency people thought he would have had, but for the year he had, and and you know people were. We're calling him, you know, the best goalie of the year. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put Mendy in that. Eduardo Mendy. Eduardo Mendy. Okay. Yeah. He had a very, okay. you know, good run in Champions League. I thought you were gonna say year. Onana. I'm not gonna. No, lie no, no. Fuck Onana. Okay, good. But he yeah. played for, he played for Inter, and now he's, he's getting exposed and he's shit. So I would never take that guy on my team. Okay. Mendy, Chelsea legend. I'll take him. Okay. I'm gonna make it quick, simple. This was one of my favorite players. Loved watching him because he was just a little bull. And there was always like an ongoing joke with him. Like I would, like I would always be Cote d'Ivoire when I was younger because I loved him. Emmanuel Eboué on right back. Okay, yeah, it's your right back. Yeah. Okay. Well, right back, left back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so my right back my back. first center back never had the chance to have him on Juve. Always did. We were linked to him a couple times. He scored a goal for us one time that helped us beat his team. I'm taking Koulibaly as my first center back. That's not a bad shout, actually. You know, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of forgot about Kulibaly. I was thinking. I'm not. I, gonna, I was. Him, I even though I said I'm not gonna choose everyone from the Ivory that Coast. That guy was an animal. I was only <laughs> thinking of Colo Toure. That guy was an animal. <laughs> you just sparked something. So for me, my other center back. Wait, is that from Ivory Coast, Kulibaly? No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, but I was. I was saying. I was saying under my breath. Like, oh. I was gonna choose Colo. I thought oh, you were okay, gonna go okay, with Colo okay, Toure. Okay. <laughs> 
I'm um, saying like, wait a second, Joe. No, no, no. I'm gonna go with he played for both our teams actually. Moroccan legend Mehdi Benatia. Known for a lot of controversy in yeah. his day, especially against Madrid. But Fucking prick. That is the past. We have moved on from it. But he's our center back yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, never left Roma. Though. Fucking you know, kind of pissed he left us to go to Juve, to go to Inter. But you know, he had some very good years at Juve. Did very well. He was, you know, a very quiet guy. You know, didn't do anything really flashy. But he was always there, and he always gave it a hundred percent. I know. I'm going with Asamoa. Say his first name. <laughs> I feel like when you say his first name, it's supposed to be like the letter R, like Corrado or something. Quad, but Quadu. it's Quadwo. Quadwo. Asamoah. <laughs> I do love Quadwo. I do love Um, Easy enough. Midfield. We said 4-3-3, right? Yeah, yeah 4-3-3. 4-3-3. This is very simple now. So nice. They had to name him twice. JJ Okocha. Father of... No, uncle of Alex Owobi, right? Yes. Uncle, uncle. I don't know father. actually how it would be father if they didn't even have the same last name. <laughs> Just ignore me. But I'm going to go with J.J. Okocha. More of an attacking player. Okay, okay. So, so let's try to balance this out. So it's a 4-3-3-4 with a cam. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. So first center mid. Pretty obvious that it has to be the first choice. He's always he's going to be the first midfielder on the game sheet. So nice. They also had to name him twice. Yaya Toure. Yeah, 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 we're going with Michael Essien. Ghanaian fucking star. I was actually debating on choosing Seydou Keita because mm. it was a Roma legend yeah, at the but... time. And he played for Barcelona for 25 minutes. But you got to go Essien. But Essien is actually like... Class. Class way, better, way better. Class yeah. yeah. Okay. So now... So that's the three mids. Now yeah. we're on to the attackers. Okay. Um, I'm going to start off... This is easy. Though. On the right side, I'm going to start off as uh, on the right wing. Okay. I'm going to go with, he is the father of one of my childs on my team, of one of my children. I was going to say, whoa. It's going to be George Weah on the right. George Weah cooked. He cooked. <laughs> okay, wait, though. Can we agree on something? We're going to make it more central because Weah wasn't really a, much of a winger, George. He was more like a striker. No, he also played on the wing. No, no, but, but I want to play okay, central. Okay, okay, This is what I'm trying to say. Oh, I want okay, to play okay, central okay. because the guy I'm going to say isn't a winger, but like it requires a dance. Moves. Okay, Drew. Okay, man. It's it is our team. We're if, if he's we good and he's we quick, we play him. Play him on the wing. Put Gervinho on the wing. Roma legend. I was gonna actually. Okay, no, was, no. Fuck you. I'm I'm keeping way on the wing. Yeah, like no, father, no, like fine, son. Fine, he's staying fine, on the wing. Fine, 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 fine. You know what? Then I think for me, it's an easy one. You going left wing or striker? Left wing. Okay. Left wing. Um. Obviously, I'm gonna go with like. Friggin' Adele Tarab. No, I'm kidding. Adele Tarab, if it was like a streets don't forget moment, even though the streets have forgotten about him. Uh, I'm going to go with the first ever guy I saw dancing when he scored a goal. <laughs> and my dad would... I, 
he would always show me, especially when my dad learned how to use any social media and like stuff like that. He learned what, what a computer you, was. He would go on YouTube and it was the same guy. All the, Joseph, Joseph, look at him. Look, look how fucking fast he was. I'm going to go with Roger Mila. I thought you were going to go with that though. I thought you were going to go with Shadio Mane. No, he's the best. He's the best footballer in the world. I actually never rated Sadio Mane. I don't like him. He's the best footballer in I'm the world. Shady. No, he's a loser. I'm he's being serious. What are you laughing for? <laughs> it was either that or Anquan but he's more of like a striker. Okay, like okay. six well, foot eight fucking weapon. Now nothing is left but the striker. Yeah. So I'm gonna change it up from last week. Last week in Mourinho's team, yeah, we put Drogba. You took Drogba. To. So this week, I'm gonna take the Adibayor. other. No, oh. the second best. African striker. Samuel Okay. Oh. I was going to say Ibarbo, actually. He's Everybody's Colombian. Colombian. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Emmanuel. Test your ball Aminica. knowledge there, Joe. Buddy. Just Thanks. testing you. See? See, guys, he, hey, he's, not the, he's not as bad as I was going to say Oshualia. Oshualia. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. So who was it again? Say it again. Samuel Eto'o. As a striker. Samuel Eto'o. Yeah. Probably the worst person in the country. No. Pretty happy with it. All speed, just vibes up top. That's okay, man. No, okay, all you need to do is finish. Actually, man. I'd probably argue he's one of, if not the best African player of all time. Drogba. Besides Roger Mila, because he dances. And Drogba. And Drogba. Yeah, okay. Like top three, right? Yeah. yeah. Top four. Easy, yeah, easy. Your way is up there, too. Yeah. Liberian legend. It's true. Facts. We could have actually won with Bono in that. We could have. I just realized that because Benatia, Morocco, Morocco is also. Could also win with Hakimi. That's boring. I want to change it up, man. I want to keep it no, spicy. It's, it's like I said to you, like before that one episode. We all, I always think about people after. Yeah. In the moment, I stress. I'm like, oh my god, I can't, figure, I can't think of it. Yeah. I don't know what the hell I'm saying. And then it's just like, oh wait. It's always out, it's after guy. the fact. Like, Holy fuck! I could use this guy. I love yeah. This guy. I mean, like in the in the in the in the time leading up to, it, you're like, fuck, yeah. Who I choose? Like, okay, I choose him. Like, who else? Then you're like, fuck, somebody else. Can I choose him? Yeah. Like I could have actually went with instead of Yaya Toure. Check it out. Yaya Toure. No, I, you said Yaya Toure. Okay. You said Essien. SEM and JJ Kocha. I could have went with Cheke Tot. Yeah. RIP gone too soon. But yeah. legends never die. It's, these are facts. You know? Um, and we don't speak yeah. anything but facts. So on that note, guys, we're going to be finishing up here. Yeah, that's true, though. We just want to say <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Don't forget, like Joe said at the beginning, to follow us on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at UltrasXI. Check out our YouTube channel, UltrasXI. Subscribe. Leave a like on every video. And you know what? Hey, maybe if I see you like every video, there might be something in the cards for you. Maybe a maybe a jersey off the rack. Who knows? We'll see. I don't like you guys as much as I'll have a Lukaku jersey I want to get rid of. So man, maybe a jersey off the rack. I'll take the Lukaku jersey. It's on Inter. I don't want the Lukaku exactly. jersey. Exactly. We'll so, give it to hey guys, leave a like on every video. You might win the jersey. Who knows? We will we'll see. We will. Sorry. Last thing I will say, sorry for grabbing your hand there. No problem. But uh we will have a guest on the show next week. We're bringing a guest. I know you guys, fan? you guys are probably bored of seeing our faces every week. Yeah. So we're going to spice it up next week. We had a little, we have a little guest planned for next week. You guys, like Send Joe said, an, inter, an inter fan. So things might get a little bit spicy next yeah, week. No Joe's, Joe's going to have uh, put together a nice little script for the, for the young lad we're going to have. It's on. literally just going to be attacking him. Oh yeah. We're going the right for it. We're going time. right for his throat. I'm debating if we should get a fourth guest here. That's will join in on no, just no. attacking. I just want to know just me and you just going for him. Okay. I was going to probably go dig in more because he's the Juve fan. And like Roma, we suck. So I don't really have much of a say. But anyways, yeah. I'll be the one going for him. But yeah, guys, don't forget to do all that stuff. Like again, you can win the Lukaku jersey. If you just like every video, maybe. So I need to get rid of it. So please help me out in getting rid of that. Guys, we'll see you next week. We'll hear you next week. Ciao.